poppin' everybody. Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. Wow, another week coming to a close. Alyssa's turning her page because she didn't write down the date. Time is just flying. TikTokin' right by us. Time is TikTokin'. TikTokin'. What day is this? The 14th? Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Halfway halfway through October. October. We had a date right this time. The 14th is a Thursday. I'm so upset. October's already halfway done? Not actually. We're recording this secretly two weeks behind. You're hearing it. Hopefully I'm decorated by now. I would hope so. I think you will be. You know what it is? You have too much shit. No, it's just because I haven't been feeling great. Like I'm, yeah. you know. Yeah, like and you I, could bang it out in like two days if you But could, I also have the it. mindset of like, no, I don't want to do it whenever it comes home and have the family do it. I want to do it on my own. Like I'm capable. I know I could do it. So I'm like testing myself. Don't and then I'll that. go like hang up one thing and have to like go ice for 20 minutes. So yeah, uh, it's like I'm challenging myself Yeah, without pushing myself. I was going to say, just remember how we got here. Yeah, no, no. I'm good. Me and more. I promise. Okay. Yeah. Well. That's exciting. What's exciting? What's exciting? Halloween. Halloween, yeah. Crisp, cool air. I got to figure out what Zane and I want to be. I was looking at some yesterday. There was actually a Facebook post that I wanted to tag you in or send you a link to. And then I was like, eh, because half of them were crappy. But Mm. somebody put in a, um, like, do your favorite couple. Mm-hmm. So people were sending screenshots of their couple outfits. Okay. There was a couple that I was like, oh, that's cute. Uh-huh. I don't know if like... But you Zane wants to do something scary, which I, I'm on board with. That's fine. Last year we did Greece, which was my dream for years, and I was so happy that we finally did okay, it. Okay, so I will, when I'm going through later, if I see any that are scary, I'll show you. Mm. But they had one. I would like to do Devil and Angel. I don't like, and I would do like um like a bloody angel, like make it kind of scary, and Zane can be a devil. We were considering that. The other one that I considered last night was Chucky and his wife. Oh. Would be cute. Like we would have to make it scary, but like cute. Can you see this? This looks like white dresses. Yeah, this is a husband and wife, both dressed up like uh like doll, like scary. Oh, okay. Like, but they're both dressed up in the same thing. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, I don't know if Zane would. Zane would not wear a dress. dress. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> no, he wants to be something spooky, but I would like to match because I think that's cute. So I'm like trying to think about like what. I also somebody did makeup. It was a wide mouth girl. Oh, that was so her makeup phenomenal. But I'll be something spooky, but I need to have my glam on, (laughs) like with nice makeup. (laughs) Like I saw a TikTok. That's how I got inspired. I saw a TikTok of a girl did Chucky, but like she was like glam, but still looked spooky. Mm. You know, like Mm -hmm. did it in like a really cool way. Not that I'm a fucking makeup artist, but I'll try my best. Right, right. Hmm. Yeah. So I think that could be cute, but okay. Well, if I do see any, I will screenshot them and send yeah. you guys. Cut. And I told him like, if we want to be something basic, like vampires or like fucking skeletons or some mm-hmm. shit, we could do that. But I want to be something interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, not the devil and angel. The devil and angel is very basic, but I've actually never been it. It's like so. just saying you're you know, just be a cat. Exactly. You know, like my mother mm-hmm. every year. Every year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I want to be this year either. I have no fucking idea. Oh, all right. Well, we'll think about it. Yeah, I we guess got so. Two weeks. <laughs> two. We- oh, from this episode coming out. Oh yeah, I'll probably have it figured out by now. Okay. It's not really a big deal to me, though. I'll be honest. I was supposed to go to Atlantic City on the thirtieth, but I don't know if that's happening with my friends. Okay. And then Jerry has her big shebang on the thirty-first. 
Yeah, I don't know actually when I'm doing it, though. You're not going to do it on Halloween? I want to do it on Halloween, but school is the next day. So it would have to be in like an earlier shebang. And then everybody get out early because Aaliyah has school Monday morning. Oh. So you go to bed at like 12 and still wake up. Yeah. Yeah. But also maybe just do it on the, fr- the Friday before or the Saturday before. Like yes. have a weekend thing where you have. Okay, okay, but, okay. Yeah, we'll see. I, I see. Last year it was a weekend. Last year we did it on Halloween. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. So. It must have been like a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah. Isn't it cha- It changes? It changes. Yeah, so usually one day unless it's leap year. So maybe right, last year so Saturday. Right, so this year is a Sunday. So last year was a Saturday. Oh, uh, makes sense. I got it. I got it. Yeah. I guess as it comes closer, I'll try to figure, You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out, yeah. I mean, it's us, so it's not like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Advice? Yeah, we're going to hop into it, you guys. Okay. Into some advice. Am I supposed to be going? No, I'll read it. Okay. Okay, urgent. Need advice. Warning. Long email. Okay. Hi, girls. I thought a lot about emailing for advice and I've gone back and forth, but I'm getting the strong sense to email now. My husband and I have been going through a lot in our relationship. We are currently dealing with trust issues and this issue has come up um, as of recently. He used to do drugs for about six months of our relationship before he went to rehab. We just moved into our apartment together, and we both don't have any friends. So for advice, he goes to his mom, which I don't think is right because it's a biased point of view, and he always makes it seem like if we don't follow what his mom said, then our marriage isn't going to last. He talked to her recently because we were having issues and he said because he doesn't feel like our marriage is stable that he could change his bank account and email password so I can't see. He said this is to help with me trusting him more and if I wanted to see it then I should just ask. Well before this matter happened there wasn't ever there wasn't a problem. Ever since he got out of rehab which was in April he agreed to having me Uh, agreed to me having this info and not him because he doesn't want to think about it. So he changed all of his info and his mom is the only one who knows, uh, who knows it because she helped him change it since he only has a flip phone. I feel like this means he doesn't trust me and is weird that, and it's weird that his mom has the info, but not me as his wife. It seems wrong. I was just looking for some advice on if him going to his mom for advice is good all the time or if it's right or if I don't have the info and his mom does. Thank you for your time. Love the podcast and your videos. I listen to them every day. Thank you so much. This sounds like a hot mess and I would run far, far away. He still has a flip phone and his mom knows all his passwords because he, she helped him change them all. He wasn't capable of changing his own passwords. I don't understand. This just sounds like weird to me. Yes. Like this is like one of those emails that we read where like, oh, they broke up or something and like the husband went and like talked shit about and then her and then they got back together and now the mom hates her. Yeah. It's like you don't go, you talk to your mom for advice, sure, but like not about your wife all the time and like she knows, your mom knows your password. Like what? Or we're yeah. too old for this. This is weird. And he's your husband. It's not like your high school boyfriend, girlfriend. He's your husband. There's You guys should have been past this before you got married. Yeah, and he's like in you and know? out of rehab. Like it just sounds yeah messy. The fact that he 
I don't know, the whole trust issues and changing passwords and stuff like that to me is just like, that's a huge red flag. I don't know. He has hard, a I don't flip know. phone. I mean, forget the flip phone because maybe he's just not into technology. But maybe he, you know, maybe he's trying to rebuild his life after being an addict, you know. So, like, you have to, you know, usually addicts go into all sorts of debt and they have problems so they can't get phones. And maybe he has to go buy, like, you know, the little ones from, like, Walmart that you buy cards for. Maybe he has something like that. But that's not even the point. You come home and you talk to your wife about it. You don't run to mommy and have her change all your shit. And he changes passwords, wouldn't let her see the bank accounts. Like, what? No. Yeah, to me, that's all like, eh. And she said something like, what'd she say? Like, if whatever his mom says. Oh, that the marriage won't last? Our, our marriage isn't going to last unless we, if we don't follow what his mom says. What the f- yeah. fuck kind no. of cult is this? Yeah, I, yeah, no, I would I, run far, far away. I Yeah, unfortunately. I don't think married. I don't think that you're. I don't think that his mom should be so intimately involved with. I mean, you're married. This is togetherness. You and him have chose to become one, even though you're separate and you have your own identities. You've chose to live a life together for the rest of your life, right? Why is mom involved with decisions like bank accounts and passwords and you know? And fine, he has a flip phone. So, but I'm sure you have a computer or a phone. You wrote us this email. You this is all been, very weird. You should have been helping him, not his mommy. Yeah, no. I would. I'm sorry. I would run far, far away. That would give me the ick. For sure. Mm. I'd be like, you can't change your own passwords? What? And why do you not want me on your bank account? Not that I want to look anyway, but why are you locking me out of it? That's so weird. How about having a joint bank account? Your husband and wife, you have a place, you're, you're paying your bills together. Like, I, I don't know. I would run. Run for the hills. Jeez, I'm sorry. Okay. SOS Urgent. Trailer Hitch Girl needs friend advice. Hi, girlies. I need your help. After having a baby two and a half years ago, I have felt like I didn't really belong in my friend group anymore. I kind of just floated around wondering if anyone would actually like me anymore. Eventually, I just stopped putting in the effort and everyone faded away. With the realization and seeing lists use Bumble BFF to make friends, I decided to give it a try. I'm extremely scared because my social anxiety, I... Because of my social anxiety, I set off. I matched with a girl. We instantly clicked. We met up and have become really great friends. Being proud of myself for stepping out of my comfort zone, I told my one girlfriend that I had left from my old group of friends. This is where I need help. She went and made a Bumble BFF account and friended my new friend. I went out of my way to make my life better, specifically told her that I was having enjoying having a friend who didn't know anyone else, like a fresh start, and she still did it. I'm hurt and annoyed, and she's done this before, but I shrugged it off. I haven't confronted her because she's sensitive and I'm not always the best with word, with my words. What do I do? Thanks for helping. I, why did you go back to her and tell her what you were doing if you faded from the friend group? That's what I want to know. Me too. But already said and done. Yes. Um. Tell your new friend. Be like, that's a friend from my old friend group. Please don't talk to her, maybe. Why did you go back to her and say that? I'm confused. I know when you were reading it, I was like, wait, um, that's exactly what I thought. Like, why would you, if you faded, if you faded out, you finally had somebody that you good, you're clicking with, would, why would you go back to the old person and, and go, oh, them. by the way, da, 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 da. she said, I was proud of myself for stepping out of my comfort zone. So I told my one girlfriend that I had left from my old group of friends. 
I think you just made a mistake, and this is just like she was the consequences like a, a, a of it. herself. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, wait, wait. So forget about the whole whether it was silly to do this or not do this. Um, if you matched with this girl on BFF, right? That means you have similar things. Your old friend group, you said it changed after you had a baby, right? So maybe this new friend has a baby you have more in common and won't click with the girls from your old friend group yeah. anyway, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't know if you can tell somebody like, hey, don't talk to them or that's my old group. I would stay away from them kind of thing because I think that may be reflective of you. Like, may, right. it might come across that you're wrong this in that true. situation. But I would maybe just... Maybe they won't click. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is like, it, does this new friend have a baby? Is that what probably. one of your matches were and why you're so good with her? Because maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, it don't match. Yeah, <laughs> like, like maybe nothing dive. will come of it. Yeah. Like, sure, if they match and now they meet up and go out for coffee, maybe they'll just, maybe she'll have her baby with her and your fr- your old friend will be like, eh, not uh-huh. the life I want to be around, you know? Yeah. It is. After having babies, it's it's... It's sad because you wind up losing one friend in groups, but then you realize you meet a whole new group things. And I, I don't know. I, I would be annoyed too, but you did. You're the one that opened your mouth. Um, so except for what you did. What's that expression? You made your bed, now you lie in it? Yeah, you know? and not like, that you did anything horrible. No, like, not at all. But I personally think if you went back in the scenario, you shouldn't go back and tell your old friends about it because now they're like, oh, I want to get on Bumble BFF too. And then it's just going to like, you probably live in the same town. So you're going to like clash and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't do anything horrible. So don't like make yourself feel guilty for it. But you did make a mistake, I guess. And now this is just the consequence of it. And hopefully it doesn't lead to anything terrible. There's nothing that you can really do. Because like Jerry said, if you say something to her, you kind of look like a controlling like weirdo. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing is you have a two and a half year old. Do some like mommy and me classes. Great way to yeah. meet kids. That's how I met a lot of my friends when I first had Zane. It was mm-hmm. like just putting him in like mommy and me or he wanted to do karate at three years old. So I would meet people through mm-hmm. that because you have things in common. Yeah. You know? Or maybe go back on Bumblebee FF and meet another person too. Yeah. Just so you have another friend. Yeah. You're allowed to have more than one. Yeah. 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 Not everybody has to be your BFF. Right. You can have F, Fs. <laughs> have a lot of Fs. I have a lot of Fs. <laughs> Aw. Damn. Well, I hope it works out. Me too. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay. I've been with my boyfriend for seven years, and I need advice. Hey, ladies. I love listening to your podcast. My first time writing in, and I hope y'all—I'm from South Carolina—can give me some good old mama and sister advice. I'm going to—it's going to be a little long, so sorry, Jerry, if you're reading it. (laughs) I'm sorry for you. Um, I'm 24. I've been with my boyfriend for seven years. He was 14, and I was 16 when we got together. From the moment I met him, I knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. After a couple of years of being together, I started talking marriage, and he said he was too young, but after he graduated high school, we'd get married. Well, he graduated, and no ring. 
Mm. Had to talk again, and he said when he was done with college. Fast forward. He's done with school, but still no ring. Had to talk again, and he said when he gets a good job. Well, he has a fantastic job, and still no ring. There was plenty of other milestones he wanted to reach in those years also, and he did. My goal in life was I wanted to be married with at least one kid by the age of 22. He knew this and always said he would try to make it happen. Uh, Fast forward to last year, 2020, six years since we've been dating. It's been a crazy year for us. My sister had her baby at 31 weeks, the same night my mom had to go to the hospital and found out she had breast cancer. Oh, my God. um, Oh, that her breast cancer that she beat in 2017 had come back and is now in her bones. And I was diagnosed with PCOS, the number one cause of fertility issues. Uh, They gave my mom three months to a year to live. And my mom sat down and told him that the only thing she wanted was to see me get married before she died. Oh, my God. He said okay, and he would see what he could do. On September 5th of last year, he promised me that he would propose to me in the next year. Well, it's now September 9th, still no ring, nine months since my mom's diagnosis. He's a great, loving man. We currently are buying our second house together. Wow. But what do I do? I tell him all the time I want to get married and have kids, but all he wants to do is work on his car, his truck, and his race car. The longer we wait and start trying to have kids, I will be in the slimmer chance. Um, the older I get, I'm sorry, I will be the slimmer chance. I'll, able, I'll be able to get pregnant, especially since I have PCOS, which he knows and he always says, maybe one day. Like, what the hell? One day? I've been waiting for seven years already. So I need advice on what I should do. Mm. I've also attached a, pu- a photo of us, our pups, and our nephew, who is the light of my life. Thank you all for reading this. So sorry it was long. Okay, love you. Bye. Oh, my goodness. This is hard because you're just getting filled with broken promises and lies, essentially. And this is the thing. Since day one, well, not since day one, but since a few months in, she's always said she wanted to be married. Yeah, like he knew. And he was always going along with it. Meanwhile, he's reached all his goals, all his milestones, everything he's wanted to do, he's done, he succeeded, and she's still waiting. Yeah. He didn't promise, but he did say to your mother. He did keep saying, I will try my best. I will try my best. That is his. Your mother's dying wish. That's a lot of pressure also to play devil's advocate. Like, I'm going to die soon. I need you to have a wedding before. And he's like, what? But this is seven years in. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, if his intentions aren't that, then why are you buying a second house together? Like, why is he... If it's so important for you to have, in my opinion, my opinion, because you'll hear Alyssa's, but in my opinion, if having a wedding, being married, having that piece of paper, that marriage certificate is so important to you, why can't he honor that? He's living the life. You guys are living the life of a married couple. You're buying us not one, but your second house together. He's gone to school, went to college, graduated. He has a great job. He has all his things, all his ducks in a row, but yet you're still waiting on that one thing that you want. Yeah, it and seems like there's no financial struggle. There's no commitment issue. It's like, so what why is not? the issue? And you know, something like, 
Like ever and I got married in a gazebo. Like you don't you know what I'm saying? Crazy. You don't need anything crazy. I'm sure you would be I mean, I'm not gonna assume, sorry. I would think that if it's just so important for you to be married, and especially before your mother passes, which, by the way, I am so sorry. Um, but why can't he just make that come true for you? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Even if you just do a little elopement, a little, like, in a park with a pastor, your mom as a witness, his mom as a witness, just leave it at that. And then later on down, if you want to have a big celebration or show the world then, but just for you, like, this is what you want. And I think having a conversation with him and saying, hey, I mean, I know you've had many conversations, but this is really important to me. Like, are you on board or not? Because if not, then cut the fucking ties. Let's sell our second, our two houses and move on with our lives. If you're not. Oh, they've been together for seven years. I know, Liz, but this is something that it's so important to her. And, you know, it's like you you say it all the time. Like if Zane came home and said, listen, I don't want kids, it would be like, Mm -hmm. that would be it. Done. I love you so much, but it would be done. Being married is so important to her. And I feel like he's not. And she wants kids, too. And he's not. And maybe one day. what What kind of answer is maybe one day? Okay, yeah. So it sounds like you need to have the make or break conversation of like either this happens or we move on because I'm getting older and I want this in my life. I've invested seven years in you. Yeah. Watching you grow, watching you get all your goals, meet all your goals. You've done everything. You've checked all the boxes that you've want and my one box is still unchecked, you know? Like that's- She did say on September 5th of last year, he promised me that he would propose in the next year. And she wrote us a year after that and still no ring. Maybe he's doing it this month. I don't know. It's just like, when I ask you these questions, don't promise me that and say, I'll be honest with you. Like, I think it's going to be another few years. Like, this is still my goal, but X, Y, and Z. Like, be honest. Like, you're lying to her. That's the problem. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I think you need to have make a break conversation. I think so too. Say, hey, we've talked about this. I'm being really serious right now. If this is not going to change, you need to let me know and stop lying to me so that I can move on. Which sucky, sucky, suckies. You can't just keep putting yourself and your wants and your needs on a back burner for somebody else to succeed in life while you're just waiting around. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Okay. Good luck, mama. Friendship advice. What's poppin', ladies? I need advice about what to do with my friendship between my high school best friend of four plus years. We became friends during freshman year and we were so close for the first year. I got a boyfriend and I know it's my fault, but I kind of cut everyone off and didn't have many friends. I could always text them to hang out or just to talk, but it wasn't the same as before I started dating my boyfriend. My best friend ended up switching to another school during sophomore year due to troubles with her girlfriend at the time. We started texting every day and became close, but never saw each other a lot due to being at different schools and neither of us could drive. She then switched to another school about 30 minutes away from us, but that's when COVID hit. We started to hang out more and eventually started texting all day, every day. Everyone knew that we were best friends. I was always hanging out with her during COVID and seeing her family, vice versa. During April of 2021, so not too long ago, she got a boyfriend. She worked with him at her job, and they eventually got together. I knew I wouldn't see her or talk to her as often because of the honeymoon phase and everything, but they literally always hung out. 
He started sleeping over at her house, and she'd drive him to work every day and pick him up. It seemed as if they were always together. The texting between us started getting more distant as days went on. I would see her maybe a couple of times a month, and it would only be for a few hours. After my birthday in July, we had dinner with my family and my boyfriend, and we were talking about college and life, and then a couple of days later, she just never texted me again. She was moving from South Florida to Boston, and I stayed down in Florida. When college move-in rolled around, I told her moving date was late August. She hadn't texted me at all from the end of July to the end of August, unless I said something first. And then all of a sudden, she left for Boston without saying goodbye or even stopping to by to say anything. She was posting on social media and even took a trip with her boyfriend to Disney, which she probably paid for because she was always talking talked about paying for a new phone for him because he his was, quote, broken, and just spending so much money on a guy that she's been dating for about a half a year, and they're only 18. For my birthday, she had mentioned that she was going to get us matching designer bracelets, and she stopped talking to me before they even arrived. I do believe that she ordered them because her family has the money, and if she told her grandma about it, she was most likely going to get it. I could care less about us talking again just to get the gift. I just want the friendship back over any amount of money. So I guess what I want to know is if I should even bother texting her to maybe see why everything happened and potentially rekindle something, or if I should just leave it be and see if she texts me. I do miss our friendship and love hanging out with her. And being with her, but I can't stand the not texting back for days on end. And she is always on her phone. So it's not like she's busy with a job. She does school from her dorm, posts on social media, always FaceTimes with her boyfriend. And it's so annoying when I can't get a simple response. It's just like everything, it's just like anything bad. Sorry. It's not like anything bad has happened between us, but there's no way we just fell off out of nowhere. She also told me that if I were to visit her in Boston, she would pay for my plane ticket. And with all of the points she has with Delta Airlines, because she always is traveling, I'm just stuck on what to do. Anyways, thank you, ladies, for all you do. Sorry for the long, complicated email. I'm sure there's many things that I missed, but I hopefully the basic points were given. I've attached pictures. Okay, love you. Bye. Sucky. Okay, so two things. My initial. Mm Mm-hmm. Is the boyfriend with her up in Boston, or is he down in Florida still? No, oh, so they FaceTime, oh, they FaceTime, all, FaceTime the time? all the time. So maybe the boyfriend's Probably still in Florida. Long distance. I would see at the whole email because I couldn't see it because it was running off my page. So okay. I really had to like just listen to that one. Um, I really felt like you deserve so- to be. You deserve somebody who wants you in their life the way you want Mm -hmm. her, right? So she's not putting the effort. It was, I was going to say, just cut it off. If she's offered you to use her miles and get you up to Boston to hang out, maybe do that. Maybe feel her out since her boyfriend won't be around. Your boyfriend won't be around. Break the ice. You'll be able to, like, one-on-one have a conversation and feel how it goes. The thing is, we all know. You grow every single day. You're a different person than who you were yesterday, right? And it's like you were in a relationship. You admitted that you kind of flat left all your friends. She probably resents she's, you for that, or she's she's going through the same thing now. Or it's that. a new it's a new romance. They're only going out about six months, so they're still in their honeymoon phase where all she wants to do is talk and you know, like so. Just remember what you admitted to doing to her. She's probably not intentionally or maybe intentionally intentionally. doing it to you. But the fact... You have to understand because you did it to her. Right. The fact is um, sometimes friendships just grow and change. And, you know, in your life for a season, for a reason. What is it, Les, that I always screw that saying up? Yeah, season or a reason. (laughs) Okay. Um, But maybe take that trip up to Boston and have a little one-on-one. Yeah. You know? Like, 
And then if not, then just like, okay, she was she was my friend. I And you'll always have memories of her, right? She was yeah. my friend. We were great best friends for so long. And then we grew out of our friendship. Yeah. It happens. It's a normal process, so right? So normal, yeah. But I Especially think— Especially at that age. Yeah. And, I, yeah, it's a big thing from being a sophomore in high school to being in college now. Yes. There's a big—that's big growth years. Yes. And— um, she has a new relationship, so she's all giddy and honeymoon staging with her new man. So that's probably why you're feeling quite left out and she doesn't have time for you. Like Alyssa said, it could also be like an intentional thing because you did it to her. Mm. But I don't know. Or maybe she's like, this is okay because this is what she did. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be like, she'll, she's okay with it if I distance a little bit mm. because she did it to me. I think that it seems like you want her in your, in your life. So I would get some sort of, not closure, but some sort of conversation of like, hey, like, is there a reason we're so distant? Like, what's going on? Or maybe just go there, like Jerry said, and just meet up with her, break the ice, and just bond again. Especially since they won't be your man or her man around. It'll just be the two of you. She's away at school, right? So it'll just be the two of you being able to have one-on-one girl time. Yeah. Maybe that's what you needed, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, that's what you need because maybe needed to fix, to mend whatever is, or maybe to realize to end whatever was, you know? Oof. No, because sometimes it's just need, you need that. Yeah. That closure. Yeah, that closure. Yeah. I would say take the trip. If she's offering, boom, I would take it. Go spend that one-on-one. That will be your answer. And then I wouldn't waste any more time. I That's the one thing in life that... I'm slowly realizing I'm not going to keep going out of my way trying to fucking reach out to people that don't do it to me. I'm yeah. sorry. If, if you can't text me, then why am I wasting my energy on you? Yeah, like she's you like know? not answering her texts yeah, and stuff. Yeah, no. But. You never know what's happening on the other side of the phone. So seeing her in person will be yes. much better. I agree. Do it. Do it. Let us know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I need help. Urgent. Okay. We're on it. Okay, hold. Please hold. Um, Hello, guys. How's everything going? Hope you're all keeping well. Jerry, I hope you're doing well after surgery and taking good care of yourself. Don't work so much. Do things that can be taken. Do things which can be taken by your body and get some rest. Thank you. Felicity, you're an amazing person. I've been following your YouTube channel for four years now, and I can say that you have helped me change my personality during my teenage years. Lastly, to the best podcast on the planet, The Aga Mill, (laughs) this podcast helped me every time that I'm not well. Or I need to laugh or have have a light mood, need some mental peace, or have a fight with my boyfriend and something which can calm my mind down. Uh, thank you, Alyssa and Jerry, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to make us laugh all day. Oh Helping my God. us with our problems, giving solutions. You guys are the sweetest person. You guys don't care about yourself, whether or not you guys have a good day or not. You guys always make the listeners feel like them. 
Feel it. Feel it. Get a hint about you guys having a bad day or getting... Or give a hint about you guys having a bad day. Sorry. You guys make other people so cheerful with your podcast. God bless you both and your family. I hope you guys and your family have a successful life ahead. Wow. Thank you so much. Okay, now to my problem. Well, I'm from India, and I need some advice on how to handle some situation that comes in front of me. I can't talk to my mother, as she's an old-fashioned lady. I can't speak to my dad as he and I are not on good terms and other family's members are very strict. So please help. My boyfriend and I started dating on June 13, 2020. Yep, the pandemic had been the luckiest year for us. Well, I found out my partner on the other side. I found my partner on the other side of the country. He's from Punjab and I'm from West Bengal. Uh, We both share the same vibe of craziness, but sometimes we both keep fighting about not spending time together. He works with his father at a shop, a clothing store, which he and his father are working. Works and he studies all night and he calls me during the day to talk 10 minutes max and then he sleeps. Then some days he will text me saying that he was on holiday and will have a virtual date but then forgets about me and becomes busy. It's been a year since we both had a date night or even met. Whenever I suggest on him that we should plan a holiday together... He's either busy or he's been going out with his family, which leads us to a fight. Few months were great, but as people say, the honeymoon period doesn't last forever. Mm. Please advise me on what to do and how to handle the situation. I can't have a straight talk with him because he keeps saying my family is the most important thing and keeps his family before me, which is good because coming from a family who hasn't given me love and care, I understand. But at the same time, even I need time with him. Am I being selfish, keeping up with him and his needs? Don't have to get the same thing for myself. Sorry for the long email, but I had to address my problems. Thank you, Alyssa and Jerry, for reading and for helping me. Thank you so much. And I have attached some pictures of my boyfriend and me. Thank you for all of your sweet words. That was so very nice of you. It sounds like you guys are just at different phases of life. It could be the right person and just the wrong time. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It sounds like it to me. It sounds like he really wants to focus on his family business. He doesn't really have that much time in his day. He loves you. And it seems... But the reality of trying to balance that is not going to... It's going to be hard for him. And I feel like you, because you don't have a great relationship with your dad, you don't have that that kind of loving household that you say you don't have. So you were getting that from him. You need somebody to fall back on and he's not being there for you. He's not. And it's not no fault of his own. Because if his priority is, you know, making business and the family business and growing it and being stronger and he has strong ties to him, his family, which is a great and wonderful thing. But if he doesn't have time for you at the end of the day, then you deserve to find somebody different who yeah. does have the time for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just sounds like he's, that, that happens to some people. Some people are way too focused on their work where they can't balance other things in their life. And like, they just need to go through that season by themselves then. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Maybe the wrong time, like Liz said. Yeah. Right person, wrong time. Maybe. Yeah. Agree. Mm. With myself. Because <laughs> you're so smart, Liz. <laughs> okay. Relationship story and advice. Hello, my favorite people. I've listened to your podcast <laughs> since the first day ever, and I've been watching Alyssa's YouTube channel for about four years. I love you guys and how I feel like I'm just hanging out with friends when watching or listening to your stuff. Oh, my God. People are really loving us today. They are. Thank you. So on to my story. I really don't know what category this would go in, so I'm sorry. 
As a backstory, I've been dating my boyfriend for about six years-ish. I say six-ish because we had a break in the middle, and the time, so the timeline is an estimate. We met and fell in love when we were 15 and 16. We're now 21 and 22. It was both of our first long-term relationships ever, so we had some rough patches. We come from very different backgrounds. Me, loving a relatively living a relatively good childhood with parents who would do anything for me. And then there's him whose dad died when he was seven and his mom being non-existent and stealing money, his money to pay for her stuff, which ultimately led him, led to him going to Juicy. Juvie, maybe? Oh, bad typo. Mm. Juvie, Juvie. But he changed his life around right before we met. Anyways, about halfway through our relationship when he was 18, I was 19, we ended up breaking up. It was the hardest thing I've ever had to do since I loved him so much, but I just couldn't stand the fighting and toxicity that our relationship came to be. He definitely had a rough time, and he went back to his old ways. I lost myself since I relied on him so much, and I struggled finding what I wanted in life. I made lots of mistakes that I'm not proud of, including sleeping with his best friend. Oops. Oh my god. After about seven months, I was absolutely miserable and depressed. So I texted him, asking to see him after not talking the whole time. We met at a cafe and just talked for hours about everything. We eventually decided that we would try to work on being together, but it had to be different this time. Yes, it was incredibly difficult to get through the talks about our mistakes, like sleeping with his best friend and him going back to his old ways, but we worked through it because we love each other. Basically, I wanted to share this story because as rough as a relationship may be, if you truly love the person, I believe that you can work through it. Our relationship was lacking communication and trust, so when we came back to it together, we basically said, this is why it failed, so let's work on this. Now we have the best relationship ever, and I wouldn't have ever asked for it to have gone different. It was hard, but being apart really showed us what we needed out of life and a relationship. Here are some pictures of us because I know you love them. We do love pictures. Right person, wrong time. I was just about to say that to the girl we just read from India. Read this email. Listen to what Alyssa just read because that's exactly what she was just saying. I love it. Right person, wrong time. So they took a break. She had a different... She slept with his boyfriend. I mean, his best friend. Maybe not their best friends anymore. (laughs) Um, But, you know, they took a break. And now they're back together and they're stronger than ever. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for writing this in because it does give hope to people who are struggling in a relationship. Because there's a lot of times where you feel like, oh, my God, but I love him so much. But at the same time, like, I can't deal with this. Maybe you just need a break. Take a break. Apart from each other. And it really does... It, it, like Alyssa with her Sunday cleaning, it gives mm-hmm. you a fresh start, a new slate, yeah. right? Like, so if you're away and and time to reflect, t- yes, and then you both can sit there and take the time and make your mistakes, fuck up along the way, and then when you get back together, know like this is what was wrong, mm-hmm. this is what we're not going to allow ha- uh, to happen again, yeah, and move on from it. Yeah. By the way, you guys are fucking cute. So Sorry. cute. Like, what a hot couple. I love that for you. I think you guys are great. Me too. Wow, Just don't sleep beautiful. with any more of his friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that for you, but like, don't do it again. <laughs> she learned. No, she learned. She learned. <laughs> That's it. You got to learn from your mistakes. If you truly learn from your mistakes, then everybody makes mistakes. Exactly. You know? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a long one. Should I let my boyfriend sleep in the house of another girl? Oh, God, No. <laughs> Unless it's his fucking cousin. <laughs> okay, well, let's find out. All right. Hello, ladies. I would really love to have a second opinion on this as well. As I really don't know who to ask, I thought you guys were perfect. By the way, it's my first time sending an email. Hi. And English is not my first language, so if I spell something wrong, I apologize. 
So okay. Okay, so to start, I thought to describe my relationship with my boyfriend because it's about him. He's a loving guy, very caring. We also are very open with each other, and he says he would marry me one day. For now, we live together and have been for two years. I have known him for about five years. Our first three years were only as friends, or to be more... Or to be more concrete, the first year we tried to be a couple, but because we were young and he was very insecure about what he wanted and wanted to be with more girls before settling down, it didn't work out. Now he's very different and he's very open and I'm I'm the girl for him. So my boyfriend has friends from a little all over and the other day he asked me what I would think of him going to the UK to see a female friend and stay in her house while he was there. I'm not a jealous person at all, and I believe in freedom in a relationship. Also, I understand that it's possible to have friends from the opposite sex because some of my best friends are guys. The only thing that I asked about some of his friends, he don't always want to answer or he keeps them a little secret. Or I feel like even though he answers on the questions I ask. Also, I know this girl from the UK has had a crush on my boyfriend. Oh, as I first told him, I understand it's okay for him to go as long as he don't sleep in her bedroom. But then he asked about another friend in Spain, also a girl, to visit her and stay in her house. This girl he had a little connection with four years ago. He told me this girl has a boyfriend now, so I don't need to worry. But the more I think about it, the more it seems a little weird that I have bad feelings in my stomach because I don't know if it's me Because I know if it's me, I wouldn't do it because it's a little weird to travel to another country to visit a female, stay in her house alone. If he traveled with a group of friends, or for me, it's something different. I have told my boyfriend what I feel, and now I think, after my first response that it was okay, he's told me that it's only only an idea and not a plan. But what if he makes a plan? What do I tell him, or how do I react? What do you guys, what do you ladies think about the situation? I also want to add that I know a lot of his friends, but his friends that he has from the outside, I don't know. But he knows he's with me because he has told them a lot about me. Please give me your honest opinion and thank you so much for it. Thank you so much in advance. You guys really help my days with the podcasts and videos. Lots of love from the girl who don't know what to do. Uh. Uh. Listen, every single couple has different boundaries. You said you have guy friends. He has girlfriends. I think this sounds like this is a boundary for you, and it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can be okay with him having girlfriends and not okay with him traveling to see them. And staying in their house. And staying in their house. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to pick one or the other. You can't be like—you don't have to be like, oh, I'm okay with you having girlfriends, so you can go do whatever with them. It's like, I'm okay with you having girlfriends, but there is boundaries in place. Correct. And I think that that's a conversation you need to have with him. And he's not okay with that. Then you deserve somebody who's a little more mature and can respect your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Point and, blank. And period. I think you're allowed to change. <laughs> period. Period. Uh, I also think that you're allowed to change your mind. And I think True. bringing it up now would probably be better than waiting till if he actually has a plan. 
Like, because this was just an idea, not a plan. So I think if you bring it up now and go, you know, honey, I was thinking about what you said, and I know I said I wouldn't mind, but, you know, listen, I don't mind if you have girlfriends, but I don't think sleeping out their house, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable with that, especially since she had a crush on you. I don't think I'd even feel comfortable with him going to, excuse me, going to Spain and then even staying in a hotel and still meeting up with her every day. Like, a whole ass vacation with another woman is just odd to me. I mean, to me it is too, but if they were friends, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't she know. doesn't know them. I don't know. She's she knows most of his Personally, friends. Personally, I'm a super insecure and I would not be okay with this. But she's saying that she's not a jealous person, that she's okay. But now that she's second guessing it. So Because also in the beginning of the relationship, he wanted more time to fuck around with other girls. Yeah. So maybe he's still not settled. And also, um he said uh, the other girl has a boyfriend, so there's nothing to worry about. I think that's BS. I don't think that he fucking cares. I don't think that that matters. I think by saying that, that's like a, a flag. Oh, yeah. You, like, don't worry. She has a boyfriend. Like, But if she didn't, you maybe should be worried. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. I don't know. I definitely think having a conversation before, if there is a potential plan. I think um, this is a big deal for him to respect your boundaries. But I definitely would say, hey, by the way, I know I said it would be okay, but I changed my mind. I really honestly, not that I changed my mind. I came to my senses. I realized, I've been thinking about it, that it would bother me. If you're going on vacation, you're going on a holiday with a female friend. Also, does he take you to Spain? Right? Are you guys going on vacations? Why don't he take... Yeah, why don't you go away with him and meet up with this friend? Meet his friends. <laughs> Are you going to UK? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I think that he needs to respect your boundaries. This is a big deal. It's not like, oh, how you like your bagel. This is visiting <laughs> other women in other countries. I agree. And I think that if he cannot respect your boundary, then he is not the man for you. I agree. Ciao for now. <clears throat> Advice. Okay. Hi, ladies. You guys are am amazing personality and perspective advice has helped a bunch of people. I've been struggling with some of my family members for 10 to 12 years now, and I'm hitting a point that I need something done before I snap. I'm sorry this is long. Hopefully Alyssa is reading this. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. So backstory. Since I was around three, my parents have been divorced, and my dad did drugs and basically abandoned my sister and I all of our childhood. When I was 23... Uh, I was 23 when he finally got sober. So it was just my mom, my sister, and I. My grandparents helped a lot, so we were never alone, and my mom never had to struggle much. We did a lot of alone girl time growing up, and the three of us are really close. When I was nine, my mom met my stepdad, and he's great. But she became very controlling and always seemed to put him first. They got married when I was 12, had two other kids as well. Those kids were the worst kids I'd ever been around, but that's another story. Then, the next six years were rough. In the sense that I didn't feel like I was the support or same love. I didn't have the same support or love from my mom. She did all the things, but never said the right words. My sister is three years younger than me, so she was six when they met. And he got to be a dad to her. Where I knew who my biological father was, and I didn't want a new dad. They did everything for my sister, and I was always being yelled at. I definitely resented them and constantly was doing things, hoping for their praise. But they never gave it. 
When I was 16, I did some things that I shouldn't have done. I got really low, didn't feel supported, and basically hated my life, hated who I was, my life, etc. I was done. I clearly didn't follow through with any of these feelings. I was best friends with my sister, and she was the one who ended up telling my mom what I was doing and the place that I was stuck in. Essentially, she's the reason that I never did anything serious. Fast forward to 2021, I am now 24, and I feel like I'm falling back into that place. Not quite as bad, but I have two kids now, and I'm married. Good for you. My mom seems to go out of her way to support and help my sister with her kids. Literally anything my sister needs and wants, my mom does it. But for me, she's constantly judging me, making excuses to not be around me or my kids. We bought a house last November, and if she ever comes over, which has only been a handful of times in a year, she walks around and tells me how things should be set up or organized. If I say I'm struggling and she can't handle anything else, she says, at least you only have one baby instead of two like your sister. My older son is 11 and my daughter is two. My sister's kids are under two. I have a kid in school that I deal with, a toddler who isn't easy. I babysit my two-year-old niece 10 hours a day, five days a week. I work a full-time job. My husband works full-time and goes to school full-time. My sister is a stay-at-home mom whose husband only works part-time and lives with my mom who helps her every day. I'm not saying what she does isn't hard. I'm just saying that my plate is full and I don't want to be compared. She comments so frequently on how I'm dressing or doing my hair or I wear sweats or leggings a lot and my hair is always up. I cut it off and I hate it. So up looks better to me. I just don't have the time to look nice every day. Also, what's the point when you're at home with messy kids all day? I need to know what to do. I feel like my mom is so toxic and I feel like I'm begging for her approval that I will never get. I don't feel like I fit in with my family. I don't feel like my mom cares much about my kids. I'm just so, I'm alone so much with my husband doing everything he does. He's so supportive and helps whenever he can. But I'm alone and I'm just going downhill fast. Help. Thank you for all you ladies. Thank you for all you do, ladies. Love you both. I would cut her off so fast. So fast. So speedy fast. Can't do it faster. Point blank. Yeah. Because if you think about it, she's doing exactly to you now what she did to you when she was a kid when she got your her new man. That's why you're re, that's you why know? you're revisiting those feelings. That's why you're going downhill fast again. That's yeah. why you're going to the place where you want to just break. You so know? you need to remove the thing that is making yeah. you go downhill, which is her mother or not mother, sister or not sister, bad people or not. not I don't want to say bad people. I'm not saying your mother's a bad person. People that aren't for you don't need to be in your life. You know. And it's sad because you want them because you're that's your mother. But to come over and why are you doing this? You should do this like that. You should do this like that. Not, not worth it. Enough. Are you kidding me? You can find another mother figure. Absolutely. I'm always here for you. <laughs> Mo- there you go. There, there. you go. Um, Move it on. But seriously, I'm so sorry for you. And don't. I mean, you use the word you don't like to be compared. And that's horrible. Every situation is different. Everybody is different. Every Everything is different. The fact that she doesn't see it mm-hmm. and only judges you for the things that you're not doing. But like Liz said, this is exactly going back to your childhood. When you were 16 and you were like trying to get the praise from her and she never gave it to you. You're still looking for that praise, which is sad. But look for it within yourself. Mm-hmm. Pat yourself on the back for the shit that you are doing correct. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Working full-time, babysitting your niece, 10 hours a day, five days a week. You have two kids, one in school, a toddler running around. I I give you all the praise. Mm-hmm. I mean, I give you so much respect for handling all that. And do, it, that listen, it's fucking hard. It's hard. Doing it alone is hard. And But at the end of the day, you have yourself. Your husband. And your kids. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, But it's because of you, mm-hmm. you know? 
and, and that's it, it's hard now, but trust me, at the end of the day, you'll be like, damn, I did that shit. Don't listen to the opinion of somebody you wouldn't take advice from. Oh, I love that one too, Liz. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. listen to her opinion because you wouldn't want to live her life and you wouldn't want to be like her. Yeah. So don't listen to her opinion and her advice. You got this, mama. Just yeah. honestly, just let it go. Look at your kids and realize it. that you you deserve better. Yeah. Your kids deserve better. You know, yep. your mental health deserves better. Yeah, you got this. Say ciao for now. Yeah. Okay, let's do one more because I am starving. Uh, yeah, I'm going downhill fast over here. heartbroken and confused hey ladies i just came across your podcast and i have to say i absolutely love it oh welcome to the fam (laughs) every monday and thursday (laughs) (laughs) i love your relationship and you gals are so hilarious that i listen to you both on my commute down the southern state on long island shut the fuck up that's where we are long island long island (laughs) you long islands hi yo what's up girl and maybe she doesn't know that because she just started listening so how would she know that you know what i mean Uh, we're right here southern state like hop and skip away come on okay (laughs) long island natives uh but recently something happened and i need some advice I was dating this guy for almost a year and things were going good. I could picture myself marrying him and having kids together and we would say, and he would say the same. Up to recently, he told me he needed a moment and a night to think about this. Oh wait, no. A night to think about how this is going and he had a lot going on in his mind mentally. I gave him his space and reached back out to him. He ghosted me for a week Mm -hmm. and then told me he wanted to talk. We made plans to speak that night and then he ghosted me again for another week. Oh my At God. this point, I was hurt and frustrated. I've done so much for him to support his dreams and goals, and I really, I never really asked for much of him. Long story short, we ended up talking last night, and he decided it was better to break up. He said he's struggling mentally and feels he needs to get his life together and do this for himself, and that he wasn't going to change his mind. Mind you, I'm insecure and have been cheated on in a previous relationship and found out that a girl he works with that likes him is helping him with his new profound goal in his life. He decided he wanted to take a radiology course and go to college. I was hurt when I found this out. I I was hurt. Wait. I was hurt when I found out that it was this specific girl. He said... He still wanted to remain friends because he knows he can be himself around me. So, and so can I. But the thing is, I'm not sure if I can. I don't have many friendships and they're typically, and they typically don't pan out. But I also don't know if it would be the healthiest thing to remain friends, especially after all we've been through and how much I still love him. I need some genuine help. And I hope you can share some of your wisdom with me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much once again, ladies. Love you. This is simple. Bye. You deserve a man that can be there for you. And he's being honest. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing. He's saying, I mean, he did. Ghost, applaud- he goes to you twice, which he shouldn't have done. But I, yes. I, I do applaud his honesty. Like, listen, I need a mental health. I need to do this for me. I need to step away. Right. But you deserve somebody that is strong and can be there for you. He's obviously not ready to be in a relationship, although maybe he's with this new girl. Fuck it. Whatever. Who cares? Um, I don't think that you guys should be friends. Absolutely not. No, because no. absolutely. The way even it's worded is 
you're, you would be a convenient thing for him. Yeah, no. Like, because he can be himself around you. No. The fuck? No. No. Move on fast. There's and plenty you'll of find fish on Long where. Island, okay, sweetheart? There's lots of fish, fish yeah. Go to the bay, yeah. go to the ocean. <laughs> you'll find one. Uh, yeah, you definitely deserve somebody who wants you. Yeah, like somebody that's, yeah, like wants to be in the relationship. Like And like, I, I do applaud his honesty. Yeah, he's just not ready. Yeah. Wrong time. Maybe right guy, wrong time. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe this, this is, is another the theme case. of the episode. Maybe it is. Maybe a few years down the line when he does his radiology course, he goes to college, he gets his life together, he feels better about himself. Maybe he'll be like, damn, I really miss her. Maybe you guys can rekindle. and But also don't wait around for him. Oh, absolutely not. Continue absolutely your life. Not. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Just don't do that. And if you guys rekindle in the future, then it's meant to be. And if, and if not, not, and you find somebody better, then that's that. Kudos. It all happens for a reason. A season. Absolutely. Okay, guys. Shout out to the new listener. I appreciate Shout you. Out. We oh, love wow. you. Thank you for emailing us. Yes. Give us an update on what you're going to do. Yes, please. And if you're not in our group, go join it. Yeah, go join our Facebook group. Yeah, because a lot of people give really good advice there, too. That, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that. And we love you. And we love you guys. Every single one of you. Um, sorry this is a shorter episode, but we recorded two today, and my brain is not functioning anymore. So. Mm. I would Sorry rather brain. I would rather go shorter and give you guys the good content instead of keep going and giving you my half-assed. I need to give you guys all of my attention, you know? I love your honesty. Thank you so much. <laughs> we love oh, you. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.